Hello and welcome to Experience Share. My name is Tanimo. Tanimo. AKA Tanner Greenring. And I am joined as always by my co-host Fungash. Fungus? Is it just Fungus? Fungus. <laughs> they didn't put in a lot of time on that one. No. Well, and then the, the evolution is Amoongus, which I think is very funny. Yeah. We are joined for the first time by the man himself, the, the man who has been tormenting us for, what are we on, six weeks straight now? Sounds about right. Who's, yeah. who's trapped us in our own living hell. We, like usual, technically did it to ourselves. Also. <laughs> it's Chris form. Uh, cast form. Ooh, cast that's form. That's good. <laughs> I like AKA it. AKA Chris from Pokemoniacal, the inventor of the King's Lock rules that we've been playing by all season. Welcome to the show, Chris. Uh, thank you for having me. It's great to Welcome. be here. We we are fortunate that you you are from New Zealand, but you happen to be stateside for uh, mm-hmm. for study right now. So we were able to to connect with you and have you on the show. Make things a little bit smoother. <laughs> yeah. So now we finally get to air all our grievances with you and just sort of like uh, shout you down for an hour about all of your rules. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope so. Um, this is a Pokemon show. We play through each Pokemon game, gym by gym, week by week. Right now we are playing through. Pokemon White 2 and Black 2, and we are using the King's Lock rules. If you haven't heard any of the episodes this season yet, the King's Lock rules were invented by Chris, who's on the show now, and they require us to draw tarot cards every time we enter a new route where we're predicting a battle might happen. Uh, And there's a sophisticated set of rules that apply to each of the cards um, that mostly, I would say, punish us. Certainly punished me this week. It's so Josh, it sounds like you were a little bit better off, huh? People like me can't even really wrap my head around it. Most <laughs> I, of the time. I think this week, because I was really, really buttoned up because I knew we were having Chris on, I think I got all the rules right. And I had a I had a good week other than something we'll get to where uh, I sort of had a backfired plan that I inflicted on Tanner and then I had it. <laughs> yeah, you were hoisted on your own hard kind of situation, yeah. Uh, Chris, you have a blog at Pokemoniacal.com, I and, I, and we noticed that you were uh, playing along with us, so mm-hmm. we invited you on to to talk about Skyla and Gym 6. Yep. Um, how's your how's your journey? And you're doing King's Lock too, right? I, I am, yeah. I'm uh, drawing cards the same as you. It's, it's your not. first time doing this V2 version of the rules? Yeah, yeah, because um, I, I documented a playthrough of Pearl version a few months ago, uh, which was with an earlier draft an earlier version of the rules and based on what i found there i made a whole bunch of changes that created the rule set that you're now using probably yeah. when this is done i'll, I'll take what i have learned from this <laughs> playthrough and what i've learned from you on this podcast to um, further refine it yeah v3 yeah. i mean if proud if, to be guinea pigs mm-hmm. along with you yeah <laughs> If Josh can't figure this stuff out, you know, I don't know if there's hope for anyone. Yeah, I mean, to, to be honest, one of the things that I think I most need to work on is just making the rules clearer so people can understand what the <laughs> hell they're supposed to do. Well, <laughs> which you were already helping with, right? Because like, if if it's clear to me that you've misunderstood something, I, I think, oh shit, I I didn't write that properly. I need to change that so that it so so that people can pick this up properly. Uh, I think the I think, I think the are... loose rules is part of the fun myself. It, it is a little yeah. bit, yeah. Um, and Although it doesn't benefit people like us where we, for example, look at your rules and it says new, like new areas in bolded all caps <laughs> is when you have to draw a card. But to us, people 
dumb people. I, I, <laughs> dumb idiots people. <laughs> don't think, uh, oh, that means we don't need to draw a card every time we go back to a new area. Right. I mean, that we've already been to, and then we still just keep drawing. I, I added the word new in bold and all caps. I added that because of the <laughs> trouble us. that you had had. Because like a lot, right. of, a lot of the other changes that this run is inspiring, I'm going to wait and make all these revisions all at once. But like that was important enough that I thought I needed to change it right away. Like, <laughs> oh no. Well, I'm glad I we thought- already impacted it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our living legacy. You're, you're you're joining us for what are we on? Gym six. Mm-hmm. How has your journey through Unova been so far? Uh it's it's had its ups and downs. Uh, it's definitely had some rough patches. I think now things are going reasonably well. I've got a solid team. Um, I am unfortunately for now. For now, uh, <laughs> I am unfortunately not allowed to use stab moves or special oh. attacks. I'm under either both of of these at the same time. (laughs) Um, So I have I have only physical non-stab moves, which is basically just normal attacks for most of them. Yeah. Um, So it's it's a little bit rough. Uh, Skylar's Skarmory was an event. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, What about uh, do you do you have a theme for your character? Or or uh, your Pokemon names not, or anything like really. that? They're, they're they're pretty all over the place. Um, I, okay. I tend not to go with themed names. I usually don't either, mm-hmm. except when I have to host a podcast, and then mm-hmm. you know, of course, I just come up with the most absurd things I can. Yeah, that's we a... try to make it as complex and time consuming as possible for mm-hmm. ourselves, even though yeah. we have to play a gym <laughs> every week. But then we stack things like a theme for our characters and naming them after things. Where now I also end up going down rabbit holes of reading about ancient. <laughs> Kings and queens and emperors and empresses that I have to name my Pokemon on top of just trying to grasp the rules. So I think that's that's my defense. That, Listen, that's why I don't get it. We only have an hour, so I can't let you two get on a big history jag because Chris, you are uh, you're studying history, correct? Um, yeah, or, or archaeology actually, but yeah. Oh, archaeology. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm doing a doctorate in Roman archaeology here in Cincinnati. Very cool. Awesome. Um, what's what's been the most trouble on your King's Lock journey so far? Oh, probably the hardest bit was around Gym 4, around Elisa, where I was I was only allowed to use female Pokemon for a while. And yeah. I just, as it happened, had only caught three. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> so I had I had a Watchog, a Trubbish, and um, a Growlithe. Oh, okay. Well, at um, least Growlithe was there, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't too bad. I can't bad. speak for the other two. Yeah, I, I mean, my, my watchdog actually had Dig, which was really useful against Elisa. So she she was oh, actually she was actually the MVP of that fight in a pretty big way. Yeah, I wanted to make sure while we had you to also dig brain. into mm-hmm. what inspired King's Lot. Well, um, uh, a, a couple of things. Um, okay, so first of all, it was inspired by some things that I like about Nuzlocks and some things that I don't like. I, I enjoy the way that Nuzlocks kind of force you to play in different ways and sort of cause weird and unexpected things to happen. But yeah. I kind of, I always found that the finality of just the Pokemon is dead now, there is nothing you can do. I found the finality of that very frustrating. So my mission statement for the King's Lock was to create something completely insane that would <laughs> sort of change things up constantly that would give you new restrictions to cope with sort of every other minute um (laughs) but also that something that could not screw you over permanently like there's nothing in the king's lock that will make you lose a pokemon permanently oh i don't know i've had a swaddle in the in the (laughs) vessel for quite a long time chris (laughs) my last emperor too well 
almost nothing. <laughs> no, I would say, I think I said that on an episode already too, that I, that is definitely one of the things I admire because I always end up getting attached to my Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And right now, and why I was upset about, you know, a loss that I suffered later on, um, is that I've had a few of them for a little bit now, and then I'm starting to get attached. And mm-hmm. the thing that I really hate about Nuzlocke is that they find, they actually part rough, from us. Right? It's, it's and so rough. I do like that. It's just, you know, they're being petrified or they're being <laughs> yeah. thrown into the vessel, but they can come back. Mm-hmm. That is one of my favorite aspects of King's Luck, I'd say. Yeah. And do frequently. <laughs> and, and are you, uh, were you familiar with tarot already or how did that come into um, play? I was, I was familiar with tarot. Um, I, I fled the United States at the start of the pandemic. I left a bunch of my stuff here, including my tarot deck. <laughs> I have yet to retrieve it from the friend who's holding my stuff for me. But yeah, I I at least used to know all the meanings of all the cards. I don't know if I uh, still remember them now, but um, yeah, it was just like a fun party trick that I had, you know, doing fortune telling. Um, <laughs> That's one. But That's the the, cool. fir- the first version of the rules actually did not use a tarot deck. The first version of the rules actually just used a normal deck of cards. Um, uh-huh. Oh, that makes sense. Because because right. um, uh, the basic structure of a tarot deck, like there's there's four suits. Um, they're called different things in the, the four right. suits in a normal deck of playing cards. But there's four suits and ace through king. Tarot has an extra face card because tarot has pages and knights instead of jacks. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like the, the minor arcana is basically just the same. And yeah, the, the first version of this rule, these rules used a normal deck of playing cards because it was based on a drinking game okay. very loosely. I was um, not familiar with tarot, but I was very familiar with kings. So yeah. <laughs> that part I understood out of the gate. <laughs> Yeah, in, in New Zealand, we actually have, or at least when I was younger, we had a different name for it. We called it Circle of Death, because in this version Accurate. of the game, like the, the vessel is in the middle of the table, and the cards are spread out in a circle around it, and you take cards from the circle. Oh, um, I played here. Uh, it's not entirely exactly the same as Kings, although you can play it that way, but uh, I've done that as Mushroom, okay. where you put a bottle or a can that's empty in the middle and then spread all the cards out. And then essentially most of the time they are like King's rules. Mm -hmm. And, but every time that you do whatever the thing is on the card, you have to put the cards around the top of the drinking vessel out as a mushroom. And then if you, of course, uh, knock the whole thing over, you have to like, Oh, sure. Finish a drink. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're on the same kind of page with you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Josh, what's that game that we play where our friend Dane always licks his hand first fingers. Fingers. Oh, that game God. is uh, not pandemic friendly. I haven't played it for a no. couple of years. I'm pretty sure we caused the pandemic that... with some of our pretty flagrant <laughs> fingers playing. We learned that from our uh, our Wisconsin friends, uh, where it's it's simple. You just have like an empty glass, and then everybody pours a little beer into it, and then everyone puts their fingers around the rim. And then you say a number based on how many people there are. And so it'll be like there's six fingers around it. When it's your turn, you're like four. And then you hope that four people's fingers are left on it. And then you're out. <laughs> when you say the number, everyone either lifts their fingers or leaves it on the rim. Yeah. And we have one disgusting friend named Dane who always just like slathers his finger and spit before putting it down on the it was awful the there is a schism in our friend group where he started wet nation is what he would call it and then a f- couple of other friends started doing that and then i was part of the dry guys where we would just blow on our fingers to keep it dry <laughs> our friend john would rub the like oil next to his nose oh, no. and put it on the the lip of the that guy. one we had no. to, we had to shut that one down he yeah, called that oily boys and no one was interested <laughs> 
Anyway, do do a version of King's Lock that's based on fingers next time, please, Chris. <laughs> oh, I'll take it under consideration. <laughs> but yeah, um, a lot of a lot of the cards in the minor arcana. Like, I, I don't know, maybe you've noticed this already if you were familiar with a similar set of rules. But a lot of the yep. minor arcana cards, the effects are based on on things from this game, right? Like two is you, three is me. That's from you know, in in at least the version of the rules that my friends had. Two is you, you point at someone, they have to drink. Three is me, you draw that, and you have to take a drink. I experienced um, uh, Ace for Waterfall for the first mm-hmm. time in this playthrough oh, this mm-hmm. week, and I found it about as devastating as drawing Waterfall in Kings <laughs> is. <laughs> Excellent. That was the intended effect. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> What's been the um, general response you've seen? Have have a fair number of people played this like uh, do you have other ideas that you're thinking about for any other editions of it? Well, I, I have been threatening to create an advanced version oh, where the four suits all do different things. Oh, my God. Well, we're threatening to play it as soon as it's <laughs> yeah. ready then for our next sequel. I'll game. just probably have to take a couple of weeks off work to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like at, at the moment, of course, like uh, five of wands, five of cups, five of pentacles, five of swords, they all do the same thing. And this, to me, is just not stupid enough. You know, clearly yeah. I need to make this even dumber <laughs> and have the four suits just all do different things. Gosh, I don't even, like, it feels like you have covered all the possible, like, little variations on rules. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, female Pokemon, male Pokemon, like, no stab attacks. Like, I don't even know what you would do with all the different... Yeah, it is It is a struggle. It is a struggle to think of stuff, but I, I am... Ideas are percolating, put it that way. I'm, I'm, Ooh, I'm thinking of here. ideas. I'm excited. Like one, one thought that I had was um, maybe I can have like the different suits thematically linked to different types of Pokemon. So the rules sort of affect Pokemon different types in different ways. I don't know, that's uh, something yeah. I'm playing with. I haven't, I haven't figured out how that yeah. will actually work practically yet. That would be fun. And based on the rules you've heard us try out so far, do you have <laughs> thoughts on where we really misinterpreted or or maybe just interpreted in a way you didn't expect a uh, rule? I guess other than you talked about uh, already amending um, the new area draw thing, which yeah, we were honored that you uh, <laughs> described it as hard mode after mm. hearing that we were playing that Yeah, way. <laughs> I, I think... Um... I think that is that is actually an, an interesting like challenge interpretation. Drawing another card every time you go back somewhere, I think that could work. We've um, already started modifying it mm-hmm. because now that we need to go back to like Nimbasa to do the big stadium in the small court, we we're like, we can't, we can't be drawing every time. Right. And then there were until I think last episode, I had been drawing an additional card every time I went into every the gym, gym on <laughs> top of the city. That, I don't even know, like, I'm a different, you know, there's a parallel Josh, parallel Mr. Right, who's, who even knows what his team is compared to, like, what I've yeah, done to myself. It's it's too much. But I think I think one of the traits of King Block, one of the, the um, features of how it works is the more cards you've got in play already, the more likely it is that drawing another one will actually do something good for you. Because it's not been you- my experience so far, Chris, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Yeah, I can I can appreciate how it, it probably doesn't feel that way, but like a lot of the <laughs> a lot of the minor arcana cards would cancel each other out, right? Like yeah, yeah. If, if you've got you know um, a four and a nine and a six, then you know drawing any of those cards again will actually make your situation better. 
Or if you've yeah. got a whole bunch of major arcana ones, then drawing another one is going to boot an old one out, that kind of thing. I think that's how I ended up with essentially a female team and a male team, because mm-hmm. I just kept drawing like fives and sixes, oh, yeah. and would just have to yeah. switch between my male team and my female team. Yeah, that is that is a common feature of <laughs> runs with these rules, and I'm I'm not sure how much I like that. I I mean, it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun having like a little bit of a, a backup team that mm-hmm. you have to train up a little bit before your next gym mm-hmm. is there any moment that you've you've heard so far that like absolutely made you like tear your hair out <laughs> because we were being such idiots uh no i, I don't think so no um <laughs> mostly what a relief like, to be honest i i think someone would have to get these rules really disastrously wrong for me to have that kind of moment because like they, they are really complicated and you know to be honest i i kind of I'm prepared to endorse anyone's interpretation of what the fuck these rules mean. <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> because, God. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think I can blame anyone for sort of not doing this the way I would do it. And that's something that I've, I've sort of tried to make clear in the way I've written sort of the big overarching rules. Like, it doesn't necessarily matter if you're not doing this exactly the way I would do it. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. We're vindicated. Bug catchers, mm-hmm. it's official. Absolutely. Yeah. Vindicated. <laughs> you have my blessing. Well, cool. Let's uh, let's start our journey then. Mm-hmm. We we ended last week in Nimbasa City, um, where we took on some clown, <laughs> Alessa. Gosh, Alessa. Yeah. <laughs> um, but before we could really go anywhere, there the old um, the old cold storage facility has been converted into. Oh a, my god! Uh, Wait, I'm behind because I was just talking about Nimbasa. We were in. Driftvale. Oh, sorry, not Nimbasa. Um, Driftvale, Clay. Driftvale, Driftvale. Yeah. The root and tootin'. We were in Driftvale taking on yeah. Clay. some other clown. <laughs> Clay. <laughs> Clay, right. <laughs> um, and the old cold storage facility has been converted into the Pokemon, what's it called? The Pokemon World, World Tournament. Tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you kind of have to go down there because if you're like me and you didn't go down there at first and went all the way up to um, root six first before you realize that there was something else going on uh you had to turn around and go back so don't make my mistake bug catchers this is a this is a an area where there's battles you know what that means we gotta draw a card Mm -hmm. chris what'd you draw headed into pokemon world tournament uh i don't i don't think it was anything but i think it was it might have been a two or a three like it was something that wound up not actually doing anything it was like i think it was something that told me to catch something josh mine was the knight of wands Ooh, who'd you pick as your champion? Trapinch. Oh, nice. But I assume that it won. Well, yeah, I, I I kept it alive, but it was rough. It was really rough. <laughs> um, I got. It wasn't like here. a great choice for this setup that we'll get into of how this world <laughs> tournament worked. Oh, right, right, right. Um, I got so temperance here. Trapinches. Trapinch. It's it's so it's so squishy, right? It, it dies to so many it things. It's just an ant. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I got Temperance, which is the card that won't let you use attacks with a base power higher than 80, mm-hmm. which up until now has not been an issue. But finally, this time I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> I have some moves that have a base attack power over the, over 80 now. I have to be a little bit more careful. Um, so I actually had to watch what I was using for the first time in this game. Um, and it also like really affected my, my tournament battles too. But once again, Josh, yeah, I thought the tournament was great fun. I did too. What they're doing such a good job with the dang mini games in this in this game. I've never enjoyed any of the like battle towers or you know beauty contests or anything along those lines. But man, I th- I don't think I've met a mini game in this game that I haven't liked yet. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the one thing I would say is like 
you know that that was part of my my gambit with trap inch could have like not worked early easily but i was like well i want to protect this thing because it was level 34 and i wanted to be able to get it to evolve i mean i i didn't i didn't know if this thing was going to be bp or actual experience but the one thing i would say is that because it was like not i think nine levels higher than everyone so i was able to pull off uh, a win even with that um right but because they yeah they're all level 25 i'm checking now um but i do really like the setup where it's like yeah you have three pokemon that you choose and they get healed after every battle um we went up against our rival and then sharon and colress yeah Um, colress was also trap inch worked out really well there because it's all like steel and uh, other than the elgium uh but yeah i this is one of the things that i think we talked about this a little bit but the world tournament and any of like battle frontier that we've talked about before like we never really get to take advantage of them in this podcast format and right because the bp you know we're never i looked at the the awards and i think the first tm that i cared about was like 10 bp or something and you only get one full tournament. here's my one (laughs) my one grievance one bp for the winning the tournament so Mm -hmm. you would have to do nine of more of them it should be three bps for first place two for second and one i uh, yeah i agree yeah, they, they, they clearly um, meant this is like an end game thing. You know, you come back at the end, you grind for BP. And yeah, yeah. Cool stuff. Which is not something we ever do because we're always right on to the next game. Yeah. Um, Chris, but I, I forgot do to like ask, have, have you played Black and White 2 before? Yes, when they first came out ages ago. Did you did you do the uh, world tournament back then? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I, I liked it. I, I thought it was it was cool to get all of the... Because um, when you go back later there for, for other tournaments, they bring in the gym leaders from all the other regions, which is really Oh, cool. really? Yeah. Oh, that's um, super cool. Like, I, I, think, I think at first it's just gym leaders from Unova, but later on, if you come back there at the end of the game, like you can fight um, gym leaders from Kanto and Johto or um, even uh, champions, I think. Um, oh, like, fun. like Steven comes in and pays a, a visit, Cynthia comes, that kind of thing. Lance? Um, yeah, I'd love to see Lance. Oh, I would love to see Lance a sprite. sprite in this gen. <laughs> so yeah, you, you get this kind of all-stars thing, which uh, I think a lot of people really enjoyed, just seeing all of their favorite characters back from, um, from the previous games. I'm, I'll be so curious to see if they carry on this tournament-style thing in, in later games, because I think it's just, like, it's so, like, clean and nice, you know? Like, seeing the little tournament bracket and seeing your guy move up it, it's just, like, so gratifying. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure they won't, because Pokemon <laughs> is notorious for never carrying through popular features to the next game. So no. we'll see. Um, other notable landmark down here is the Plasma Frigate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The big ship. Really? The... the bad team pl- now there's two team plasmas of course of course there's two team plasmas and of course we're gonna have to constantly distinguish between the two but <laughs> i know the bad team plasmas pulled up to to the dock well the thing is i like the message that old team plasma is going for where they just want people in pokemon to choose whether or not they want to be buds or not like i support that message but this plasma frigate that's a pretty strong selling point for new Team Plasma. <laughs> oh, you like the it's Plasma like a frigate. big. It's you can't even cool. see the whole thing yet. At least I hope we get to see it. We only see like you know one square because you get on the thing and then you get surrounded, so you don't even get to yeah. check it out. I hope that it's going to be like a dungeon later. But it, based on it taking up one screen, it looks like this thing has got to be like 
giant and it's like all wood and just like black accents paint mm-hmm. like it looks sick and i'll say yeah it's, i think it's, it's, cool, a, it's a it's a it's a point in a uh, new team I, I, plasma I won't, I won't spoil anything for you but it's it's cool oh, it yes. does some really cool stuff later <laughs> excellent excellent um the the thing that happens here i just like they they really want us to understand rotation battles and triple battles mm-hmm. because yeah. they just keep throwing them at mm-hmm. us and that's that's what we've got here you get attacked by a couple of of grunts and then you have to support uh bad josh and um who's the other one Cher- i think charon's here too Oh, Charon, yeah, yeah. This was, again, um, my selection of Trap Inch really worked out, because it's like, they've all got poison shit. Oh, it's just poison. Yeah, so I was bulldozing and rock sliding. It was great. Um, But I'll also say, I think this was an improvement over Black and White, once again, where in terms of the triple battles and the rotation battles, uh, that was not... They introduced it, and I just feel like I did maybe one or two Mm -hmm. in the whole run through of white and we've done like a ton this time and i do think i think triple i i think rotation is my preference but i think so because the 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 triple triple with the far left or right not being able to like i i don't get it it sucks because like you're 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 like your magneton just comes out on the far left and of course like some team plasma goon like has an unfazon in the far right and it's like what yeah it's (laughs) like let me switch them yeah the pokemon in the center gets ganged up on like, if they just decide oh, yeah. they don't like the Pokemon in the middle, it gets beaten up by all three of the other. Oh, I know. It sucks. Oh, yeah, that's the problem. One of the problems. But other than that, it's a pretty uneventful little uh, jag here. There's just a bit of story. Zinzolin is the... I think it's Rude is on the side of old Team Plasma and N. And then yeah. Zinzolin, uh, he emerges from, like, the bowels of the ship. So he's old. He's new Team Plasma, and presumably mm-hmm. Getsis is probably still somewhere in the shadows. Um, and, and they still Sharon just want to remembers like, him. Yeah. Does, oh yeah. Because this was the this is where he was stationed in the first game too. Back when it was the cold storage facility. Right. He got locked into that ice chest, but apparently made it out just fine. The shadow now, triad appears again, also to like oh, right. whisk shadow us away. Triad. So they're still so they're on the bad still team. banging. Yeah, they're on the new team plasma. You're right. Well, they're supplicants. They always were. Yeah, they got a cool look though. You know, I want, I wouldn't mind them being good guys. Yeah, that's true. They run fast. Um, and then, yeah, you do gang up with, with uh, Bad Josh and Sharon to take him down. And then they just kick you off and leave. <laughs> yeah. Pretty uneventful. <laughs> so then you you march north, you, you heal up, and you head uh, west towards Route 6. Oh, so did you not do Relic Passage? Oh, no, I didn't do Relic did Passage. Did you do it back? Oh, you didn't do it back in the sewers either, did you? You haven't touched this thing at all. No. Yeah, all right. Yeah, well, maybe I just go the Relic Passage. There's something really awesome in the Relic Passage that you want to get. Is there? Yeah. I mean, I got the a lot of stuff. Says it's a lot of trainers. There's, no, um, if, if you have strength and you go back into the Relic Passage, there is something really cool. And I will, I will remind you that static encounter Pokemon, like, like the Sudowoodo from Gold and Silver, those are oh. always fair game in a King's Lock. You can find oh, something right. really cool down there. I forgot. Okay. Oh, God. I forgot about that. I killed it. There, then. What did you kill? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, well, now no. Toy- Tanner's gonna go and get it. Damn it! <laughs> Is it the Volcarana? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> I killed it. I, I have forgot. enough fire Pokemon. I'm so I don't used need to-, to playing with our crazy restrictions where you can all you always have to kill the static ones. <laughs> I just didn't even think to double check that. Uh, well, I did get like two K experience out of it, but uh, <laughs> I am gonna go. Down. It That's comes back. But I should go down there anyway because I I assume that you went down there, Josh, and you pulled some cards. I so, I pulled a nine. I catch up with you. Nine of Pentacles. Oh, is nine the waterfall? 
It's the Snake, snake Eyes, eyes one. Is the nine. Oh, Snake so Eyes. So right. anytime a Pokemon faints, you play Nuzlocke. It's petrified. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I was I've fine in here. I mean, I have I was loaded with potions and stuff. Um, the trainers aren't particularly tough, but it's worth doing it sooner rather than later, Tanner, because they're going to be completely underleveled soon. So whether okay. or not you decide to capture a really cool I mean, Pokemon that lives there. The other thing is, I we'd have to pull a card, right, to to catch the you Volcarona. You certainly the will have to pull a card mm-hmm. in there. Um, but I might not pull something that lets me catch it. Well, so but Chris, aren't you effort. aren't you saying like, would you need a card that allows you to capture a Pokemon in the area, or is, or is the static no, Pokemon it, always is, catchable? Yeah, this is this is actually in the the, the big overarching rules at the Oops. at the beginning of the rules page. Static encounter Pokemon are always catchable. Oh wow! There is, a, there is a specific clause for that. Glad to know that. All right. Now, because that's the only one so far. Now. Okay. I missed it, but I I love I do love Volcarona, but I've I've run it multiple times, so it's okay. It's okay. Uh, do you? Uh, okay, so you went down there. Um, I didn't. So there's also like several held items, and it's it's worth it. it mm-hmm. It's for a number of reasons. Okay, I'll head back down there before next week. Yeah, you can get um, shards as well, you know, the, the red, green, blue, yellow shards, which is, is useful in this game because you use them to pay for move tutors. Right, right, right. Okay. All right, fine. You guys are twisting my arm. I'll get down there. But you did Route 6. Anything else down there? Oh, yeah. Josh, or should we head up to Route 6? That's all I had. Route 6. I drew a three of cups, and I used it to catch a deerling. Sweetie. That went right into the box and i never plan on using it okay. i mean unless That's i'm sad. forced to by some obscure role deep in the the catalog somewhere you don't think it could be sort of interesting to run that very handsome sauce buck at some point i think i could but isn't it just straight normal i think it's normal grass. grass oh normal grass yeah i could play i could play normal grass it would have to replace maractus i think well but. the thing with route six is i also got a card where i could draw uh, catch a Pokemon. Okay. Do you remember what card it was? Three of Swords. But you can get a Deerling in the Pokemon Research Lab. Mm-hmm. They've got a special one that, and I did remember that I could get like gifted Pokemon. That's correct, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, I just had to catch the first Pokemon I saw because isn't three me? Yes. Yeah. Which means that's the first one. Yeah. First oh one yeah. Oh right, right. So you just saw that first. Mine was a Carablast, yeah. is what I got first. Uh. Okay. What, are you going to keep a Carablast? It's, I mean, I, well, I was, I actually wanted to bring this up while we have Chris, because I think mm. Escavalier <laughs> is mm. fun, Escavalier. would be fun to run at some point, but oh, yeah, absolutely. is it cheating? Is it mayor cheat? If I get a Carablast and then I get a Shelmet in my other game and I trade them, what's the deal with like self-trading? Can I, I do I that? Think, I think that's allowed. I think Ooh. you can do that. Okay. Like I'm, I'm actually playing this on an emulator, which I have messed with, so that Pokemon that need to be traded to evolve will just evolve on their own. So it should um, be. <laughs> so I'm, I, I, I am happy to allow this. Yeah. Okay. It's endorsed. All right. So I don't know if and when I'll do that, but I've been curious about the Escavalier for a long time. I think I talked about it last season too. Um, so I, I was pleased with that, uh, especially because I knew about that deerling coming up. So I got both. I got a Carablast and I have a deerling. Yeah, I, I caught I caught a deerling. Oh, you caught a deerling. Yeah, I don't I don't remember what the card was, but I caught a deerling there, and um, then also received the extra deerling from the uh, research institute. So I have two deerling oh, now. 
Don't worry, I have two dearling yeah. too because of a later rule. <laughs> oh, good. A later card that I pulled. Yeah. And neither of them can evolve because I have the hanged man in play, which is... Oh, oh my god. That, I had that for like three gyms. That, mm-hmm. That's probably... I mean, now it's sort of less relevant, but in the beginning, that is a devastating card to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have gone back and forth on like, do I like this rule? What should I do with it? Because for a while I kind of thought, oh, well... You, you can just evolve your Pokemon later when the rule is gone. Or if you draw this at the end, you know, your Pokemon have all evolved anyway. It doesn't matter. But if you draw it, like, in the middle of the game, it, it can really mess with you. And I think I quite like that, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, I think it's on, good. I hated it. I actually it, had, but... um, on, my, on my run of Pearl version, I had the Hanged Man right until the end, and I had a Haunter that I just I, I could not evolve. I, I never got it to become a Gengar because <laughs> oh, I never got rid of the Hanged Man. That's and sad. I took that Haunter through the Elite Four. Although at least of a like mid tier evolution, Hunter looks mm-hmm. cool. You know? Yeah, Hunter at least, is, Hunter at is least, solid. Yeah, I mean it's no Gengar. No, it's not. The other the other kind of big story beat in uh, in Route Six is as we're going across uh, a bri- some random bridge mm. in the area. Well, first of all, Charon gives us Surf, which we need to get to um, Mr. Alton Cave in, mm-hmm. in a moment. But um. As we're crossing a bridge in the area, some weird Pokemon jumps out at us. Uh, Cobalion. <laughs> uh, I don't know what this is. I'm not familiar Cobalion. with this Pokemon. These are this is this game's version of the legendary dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we've seen some of them. They're in they're in the original games. <sighs> they they are, but they don't do anything in the story. You have to go out of your way to find. Yeah, them. and I think uh, Tanner, you missed a couple of them. I had seen this one, but I remember the like genies. I remember the like tornado monsters. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't remember these guys. Although I will say, in my tarot deck, my Pokemon themed tarot deck, this Keldeo, mm-hmm. this like My Little Pony thing, yeah. is on like half the cards for some reason. Like whoever designed this deck really likes Keldeo. Keldeo, I think it's kind of handsome. Yeah. Although I'm looking at the official art right now on Bulbapedia, and it definitely has a butthole in the official art. Wait, what? Oh, I'm, I'm looking this up. <laughs> I know we're all we're beelining for Bulbapedia. on Bulbapedia. It's a crack. Yes, I don't know yes, if it's a yeah. I'd call it a crack. Hole. It has a butt crack. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Tanner. All right. Seems like a pretty. <laughs> don't you uh, know a butthole from butt crack? Seems like <laughs> we're splitting hairs here, but. <laughs> Splitting cracks here. Um, <laughs> Something's good. Yeah, split. I didn't. I don't know what this was, but it like it like coos at you and runs off, and then Rude comes out of nowhere, and he's like, "Oh, you just talked to the legendary Pokemon Calabion." Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I don't, I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> I assume that at some point they're all going to be like bopping around the map like the legendary dogs did in Gen Two, but they were I'll worry about that when I get to it. Stationary in black and white, but I. It seems that they are roaming around so far because there was i forget which one is in miss Stroughton, um in black and white is it cobalane uh yeah cobalane yeah. lives uh near miss that's where it lives usually but i don't know what's up with them this time but you can go into miss Stroughton still now that we have surf which i did i thought it might be in there and we can catch legendaries Mm-hmm. can't use yes. them immediately but we can catch them yeah there's, there's special rules about them but you are always allowed to catch them did we all go in there? I, I, I did not, actually. I, I forgot about this cave. I didn't go in Mr. there. Mr. Alton, mm. I went in there. I went in. And I, I, I suffered. <laughs> well, actually, I didn't suffer that badly. It wasn't a bad bad cave. Um, I pulled the Seven of Swords, which means yeah, I have, you just have to draw two new cards and use 
both rules. Um, and after that, I pulled the Knight of Pentacles and made Golduck my my champion. Nice. Um, and then I pulled the Page of Pentacles, and I haven't pulled a page since the beginning of the game, but it lets me teach all my Pokemon all the TMs I've been gobbling up the entire <laughs> Pretty game. good. Unfortunately, I just didn't have many like good TMs, but mm. it was useful because I managed to teach Psyduck Flash, which was good for the Dark Cave, so I could actually see my way around. And I taught Dwebble Strength, so I could actually push the boulders in the cave around. Um, but then everyone else just got random stuff. You can also <laughs> teach HMs whenever you need to, Tanner. Yes. You could have done oh, that. Oh, no, I just never had, a, I never had the occasion to teach it to anyone. I never had to push any oh, boulders I see. until I got to this gym. Right. Oh, because right. Relic Passage, you skipped that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what about you, Josh? This is where I pulled Ace of Cups. Oh, the waterfall. You had an Ace this whole time? Well, for a lot of it, yeah. Well, at least the ace undoes the nine, right? It did undo the nine, and I would prefer ace to nine, I'll say, um, because they don't get boxed in ace, but I can't switch Pokemon in battle unless one faints or is forced out of play. And then when it does faint, I have to use them in party order as well. So you would have to choose pretty smartly like what do i think all these trainers or like the pokemon in the wild are going to be and then oh, hope i totally that the type that matchup would work well i pulled an ace at the last second this week and i assumed that i was locked into the party order that i had when i pulled the ace oh no you you can change it yeah oh. between battles <laughs> yeah. yeah oh my god oh, that would God. be so brutal tanner Actually, it, it, the the old version of this rule, you could only change the order at a Pokemon Center, and I just thought that was needlessly punishing and painful. I kind of <laughs> so like it, but yeah, that's that's really rough. I mean, all I had to use it in was the gym, and I had uh, an electric type in my as my lead Pokemon, so I was in luck this week. But I was like, oh, next week's gonna be so tough if if like fucking Amolga is. Mm -hmm. stuck in the first position on my team mm -hmm. for the rest of this game. Spoiler. So I'm so glad I, I can switch things around. So so nothing really happens in this cave. You you go up to the top and you come back down to the bottom. Yeah, there's um, like an old man who I think is the same dude who was in the first games where he's like their guardian. Like he's trying to search for all of these legendaries and he never gets yeah, to yeah. see them and he's upset. Well, he should have been outside a minute ago. I know. I, I didn't want to tell him that. There's one other thing in this cave, Joshua. Okay. It's my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. Oh, wow. And it's my namesake this week, Tynamo. Okay. I mean, it looks like a sperm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll give you that. I don't know how yeah. I haven't thought of that before. I guess my <laughs> brain isn't quite as broken as yours. Because I, I kind of think it's sweet, too. But, you know. Sperm also. Like sperm. <laughs> yes, apparently. I think it looks like a little sperm. I don't think it's necessarily like disgusting, you know, but it, you can't deny that it looks a little bit like a sperm. So oh, it's hard it's, to ignore. It's on the list. It's hard to ignore. Welcome. <laughs> it's an. It makes me barf. It's an. You make me barf. Now I'll never. Um, and you all of everyone who's listening to this will never not be able to think of that now if you didn't <laughs> think of it before. So thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Tanner. Yeah, I, I certainly won't. That, that's in my mind forever now, so thank you. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. Uh, Josh, where... Tell me where you headed next. Well, I went back out. After this break! I knew that one was coming. <laughs> All right, welcome back, bug catchers. Welcome back, Josh and Chris. We've just Hello. left 
Mr. Alton Cave, and we are headed to the next cave on our journey, Chargestone Cave. Yeah. Uh, last time we were here, there was a big nasty spider blocking the entrance, but it is gone now. Galvantula. And we're, yeah. we're welcome to just walk through. We have to pull yeah. a card first, though. But other than that, it's... Oh, yeah, yeah. What'd you pull? <sighs> just a two. Two of ones. Two is you. You get to pick. Mm-hmm. What did you pick? Joltik. Oh, cool. I pulled a, um, a three of swords. Three is me. Uh, the game got to pick, and it picked a Joltik. Yeah. <laughs> I, I chose Joltik uh, because I mentioned that in black and white as well. Um, I think it would be fun to run this thing, and, like, I don't know what's going to happen to me. You don't have an um, electric type on your team yet, do you? Or you haven't? No, I've got I've got a formerly known as Magneton. Oh, you did have Magneton. That's right. Yeah, that's um, right. So, which I haven't really run either, at least not since, like, fucking, you know, 2000 or something. So that's exciting. Well, I actually, I, I used that at some point in one of our games. I, they all blur together at this point, but whatever. That's neither here have. nor it's there. It's exciting that I think that we're able to evolve it into the Magna zone That's why I wanted to keep it here in particular. But Joltik, I would like to run, and I figure I'd, I want to bank some electrics if yeah. something goes horribly wrong. So I think that's smart. And it's a little sweetie. There's not much else in here. It's just a, a standard, like, pretty straightforward route. Um, there's, like, a couple of, like, weird little cutscenes, and, like, Bianca's in here for some reason, like, doing research. But it She's doesn't... looking for a Tynamo, actually. Oh, yeah, she is, she is yeah. looking for a Tynamo. I bet if you find one and show it to her, something happens, but I couldn't find any. I, so I don't, I just, I don't oh, really? think... I got attacked a bunch. I don't think anything does happen, because I, I vaguely oh. remember trying this the first time I played this game, and I don't think it does anything, but... Um... What is t- Tynamo evolves into those big ugly eels that you it were does, running last yeah. season? Yeah, that I like. <laughs> Electros. Um, yeah. So good luck, Bianca, finding that Tynamo, but I don't care. The Everything only, else is the same. In yeah, this, the only in other this. puzzle is pushing those those crystals around, mm-hmm. which felt a lot trickier last game, but this game was like pretty straightforward. I think they want you to pretty much just breeze through this. It's mm-hmm. essentially just like a route to get from Route 6 to Route 7, which is yeah. just outside of... Uh, or, uh, not, sorry, not Route 7. Um Mr. Alton City. Yeah. It definitely was not as brutal as last time when I think I spent like three hours in here. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Chris, Chargestone Cave. Anything notable? Um, I drew a nine of swords here. Uh, so I had snake oh, eyes. That nine train. Fortunately, it, um, I, did, I did lose a Pokemon to it, but fortunately it didn't stick around very long. It was, it was gone by the time I got to Mr. Alton Gym. So oh, that's lucky. It could have been worse. could have been worse. Those nines are so rough. Mm-hmm. This leg was my first experience with them, and I didn't love it. But at least we don't have to kill them. You know, that if it's it's yeah. the same sort of, like, fear as a Nuzlocke, but, like, mm-hmm. you're a little reassured that it's just going into the box. Yeah. This is one of the other things that I need to think about, whether I like the balance on it, actually. Like, do I like how easy it is currently to get them back? Do I like how often you get chances to, you know, free a petrified Pokemon? How many cards yeah. give you the chance to do that? Um, I was worried about I had a nine a couple gyms ago and I was pretty worried about it but then it went away pretty quickly mm. but I, I've had a couple pretty lucky world draws mm-hmm. this, this game so uh, I don't I think for other people it might last a little bit longer yeah but it sounds like you got rid of yours pretty quickly too so mm-hmm. yeah I don't know and only I only lost one Pokemon and I get to free that one just as soon as Skylar's down so right right yeah yeah, yeah. So we pop out and we're in Mr. Alton City, but there's not really any battling to be done yet. So I didn't draw a card. Neither uh, did I. I just kind of carried on through to um, to Route 7. Yeah, you're immediately accosted by, I think, Professor Juniper. Yeah. 
as opposed to Cedric, Juniper, her father. And the only thing I wanted to point out is, do we think that Cedric, rest in pedal, Cedric, Juniper? Oh, yeah. Because he didn't show up. I'm I'm trying to remember whether he ever appears in this game. Um, (laughs) He loved that celestial tower, I remember. Oh, he did. Yeah. And she was probably here visiting him to ring the big bell for him. Maybe that's why she had to come back. Ring the bell in his honor. God, this is just like Gary in the first gen. Mm. His Raticate. You're given the choice. I think you can immediately go fight Skyla or go to Celestial Tower. And so it appears we all immediately left. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that sweet, sweet EXP. We mm-hmm. got to go, but we got we to gotta take care of Ring and 7. drawing frankly, more cards. Frankly, wish I... Oh, oh also, uh, Juniper uh, gives you the Master Ball. Oh, just, yeah, you just get the Master Ball now. Just, just casually. Yeah. <laughs> Silvco's been running a promo on those, apparently. (laughs) Yeah. So you head north to Route 7, uh, and this is, um, I think, probably the most devastating moment in the game so far for me. But, Josh, I want to hear what happened to you. I I hope it was as equally devastating for you as it was for me. Um, I drew a Queen of Swords. Oh, the one where you get to catch all the fun Pokemon that you want? Yeah, but I already... one for your box? I had a full party, and I didn't have... Humble brag. I had a full party and no petrified Pokemon, so I just caught whatever Pokemon I wanted, and I caught a Zebstrika. Oh. Because like I said, I'm banking those Electricmon, because I love Electric. Chris, um, you remember remember so, what your journey through Route 7 looked like? Yeah, I have my records open now. This this is where I, I drew the, um, the second nine. This is where I canceled out the previous nine. Oh, right away. Yeah. Oh, nice. So Chris Not and I both right. have... I actually drew another card back in the um, in the Chargestone Cave because I drew a card for the lowest level. Oh, oh, oh what did you draw there? Uh, that was a page. So I, I got some more TMs. Oh, okay. Nothing oh, all that yeah. important. Well, so Chris and I had a nice time, it sounds like, gentlemen, on Route 7. I drew the Justice card, oh. catch one wild Pokemon of each species Justice. in this area. And unlike my co-host, <laughs> who drew the Justice card back in Desert Resort and caught like two Ooh. Pokemon. Uh, it was seven, or six or seven, I think it was six actually, but I ran out of Pokeballs. <laughs> I put the fucking work in. Okay. And I caught- Chris is right here. I caught Chris, a, if I ran out of Pokeballs, was no I expected excuse. to go buy more Pokeballs and then go back and catch more Mon? Oh, that is a good question. Um, there you. That's a that's another one to think about. Absolutely yeah. no excuse. I don't. I don't remember what the wording, it, the exact wording is on that card. I think. I think you should buy more Pokeballs and come back. Yeah, oh, you have to go back to Desert Resort. Josh. I'm gonna have to go back. I'll, I'll go back. <laughs> I'll go back. I'll Here, get Sandshrew and, you know, fucking whatever the other one was. I think there were two that I missed. Um, as long as this card Fine. stays in play, you must use as many of those Pokemon as you can without mm-hmm. breaking other rules. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I caught a Deerling, two Emolgas, a Fungus. I traded one of the Emolgas for a Gigalith, a Saviper, an Unfazon, a Watchog, a Zongoose, a Zebstrika, and an Audino. <laughs> The only one I couldn't catch was Cubchoo because mm-hmm. Cubchoo only shows up in the winter and the rules specify that seasonal Pokemon don't need to be caught, except mm-hmm. there is a hidden grotto here and there is a chance that the Cubchoo shows up in the hidden grotto. So I did try to RNG the hidden grotto a few times to get that Cubchoo, but it never showed up. So I think the, the Cubchoo is beyond my abilities. Um, I right. might just keep trying a few times. Every time I'm in the area, I might swing by that hidden grotto and see if I can catch that that cup chew but i, I mean I tanner i know you don't like cup chew but an ice pokemon would be nice to yeah, have around it would be nice mm-hmm. so uh, it took hours 
<laughs> hours of like running back and forth for the the shaking grass to to catch. Honestly, the hardest one was a molga. I caught one right away, but mm. I knew I needed a second one for for trading for the um the gigalith because there's a house here where there's a hiker who will trade you a gigalith for an molga. Oh, yeah. Jesus. And I counted it. I counted it as one of the viable Pokemon in this area. So. Mm. Okay, I really, I guess... I, I don't know, think I would I would rule that way, but I, I respect up. your dedication. I just wanted to be able to rub Josh's face in it <laughs> and make him go yeah. to re- Desert Resort and catch all the Pokemon he missed. I'm going to go back there, and I'm going to get a Sand Shrew and a Scraggy. Okay, <laughs> fine. But this also means I had to build up a whole new team right before the goddamn gym. Mm-hmm. Luckily, there was plenty <laughs> of electrics in this area. I did catch the Amolga. I did catch the Zebstrika, so... They were very useful, but I did have to also train them up. Also, luckily, though, everyone in this area is like 33, 34. So um, it's it a good training require a, a ton of training to, to get them up to gym shape. Well, oh. one other thing yeah, that I liked about this route. Yeah. I think we've covered the other two parts of the line in last season. Okay. So now it's time to talk about how Stoutland is Joshy's sweetie. Oh, so Stoutland. some youngster has Stoutland. You didn't have to catch that one too, Tanner. Yeah, but I mean, oh, I'm hey, Josh. Well, I'm, I'm well familiar with the Pokemon that's available in this area. <laughs> believe it or not. Yeah, this is like Joshy's like most handsome mon. It's in that Sazbuck category where you just look at this thing and you're like, that is a that's a fine a regal looking little beast. Pup. That is a well bred pooch. Yeah. <laughs> Um, then, then aside from Joshy Sweetie Stoutland, the other thing that's in Route 7 is Celestial Tower, which gets yes. its own card, it's its own area, it has battles, oh. so of course we need to draw cards here. Yeah. This is where, Josh, I texted you earlier and said, I've drawn a 10, can mm-hmm. you please tell me which rule you want revoked? At the time, I think I had Empress, I had Temperance, and I had Justice. Those are all fine. And you in decided to make up a new rule. Yeah, I like empresses. I like temperance. I like justice. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, "You're a man of." Morals. I'm going to come up with one. Yeah, what I came up with, which I'm very proud of, the titling and the structure is the Crown Prince, and what I dictated was that Tanner in the next area because I didn't know where he was either in the area he was in or the next applicable area he had to catch the first male Pokemon that he encountered and then immediately replace a party Pokemon with it. And use that Pokemon until another rule revokes or replaces that card, or he draws another ten. So it's yeah. Crown Prince, the heir in waiting. Thought that was guess fun. what? Um, guess what? There's only three Pokemon available in um, in Celestial Tower, and one of them by far has the highest catch rate. In fact, on the second level where I caught it, it's the only Pokemon, and it has a hundred percent catch rate. <laughs> yeah, and it's fucking Litwick. Ugh. Yeah. And also, I looked it up, and we don't even get a Dusk Stone until, like, ages down this game. So it's going to be a Litwick for the foreseeable future. No, it has, future, a, it has so. a middle stage. It has Lampent. But I think yeah. it needs... Oh, no. Tanner, you, need the you dusk had stone. one of these. <laughs> I know, and I didn't like it. <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to use it, and I still can't figure out how to use it. Apparently. Yeah, I have to wait till level 41 before it turns into a Lampent. So I guess I'm not that far from level 41. but It is very weak as Litwick, though. Uh, what about you, Chris? You remember your journey yeah. through Celestial Tower? Yeah, I drew the King of Swords here, which is the second king I've drawn on this run. So Oof. this is my second Pokemon being sent to the vessel. Who'd you banish? Uh, my Growlithe. 
A Growlithe has been sent to the vessel. Now, are you a Growlithe appreciator? Did you send it to to kind of stack your vessel Pokemon a little bit, or were you just hoping to get rid of it? Well, and this this is complicated because <laughs> my my decisions were not entirely influenced by strategy. My decisions were influenced by the extremely complicated lore that is developing around my run, where <laughs> several of my Pokemon are in romantic relationships with each other. It's too complicated to explain. You'll just oh. have to read the blog. <laughs> Listen, we, we, we know oh, plenty yeah. about Pokemon romance mm. on this show. Oh, yeah. um, mm. Are you implying that you also, you've drawn the lovers? Yeah, that was one of the first cards I drew okay. in this run with I the lovers. I have not gotten that yet. And it immediately made my run gay, because I already had the uh, five of wands i think it was in play and if you have the lovers along with something that only lets you use one gender you can form same gender pairs oh, um a specific it. exception that's built into that card and then very good yeah you know, immediately after that I, I drew a 10 and my friend who was coming up with these rules for me um created another rule that turned three of my pokemon into a thruple um, so, it's, it's just, so obviously I couldn't send any of them to the vessel and break that up because that would just be appalling. How could I do that to them? They've been through so much. You've got a heart. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was it was extremely complicated making this decision and really had nothing to do with Growlithe as a Pokemon. It was entirely <laughs> about the interpersonal relationships here. Um, Josh- I appreciate the commitment to the in-game lore mm. that you've created Thank you. on top of it. <laughs> Josh, what happened to you in Celestial Tower? Well, I drew my first seven, seven of cups, which we all know now means you have to draw two more cards. Yep. And it was another nine. Woof. So my ace got replaced with a nine. Honestly, I don't know which one's worse. <laughs> I think nine is because they, if they die, they go into the box and they're petrified. Ace yeah. is just... You have to run with whatever the order is, but I you guess. can like yeah, yeah. game that out a little bit better. And they don't if they faint, they're they're not boxed, you right. know. Right. And I got Nuzlocke PTSD, so <laughs> I was scared. And then I drew a ten of wands yes. as well. Right. And what happened? Describe the conversation that transpired between the two of us. I had texted, Tanner texted me, I went in and got a haircut, and then I had texted him and been like, oh, I also got a 10, so I need you to give me a rule. But before he did, I gave him the crown prince, and then he didn't realize until I reminded him, I was like, I'm waiting for a rule. We got this, <laughs> we got this record in like three hours. And he was like, after that, he had already gotten the Litwick, and then he was just fucking lit i mean he was so pissed about it <laughs> and he was like i hated this you're gonna get a litwick too i guess predicting i was in the celestial tower which i was yeah so he gave me crown prince as well and i am assuming that you <laughs> caught the 100 catch rate litwick as well i did although i did text tanner also that you know i ran elgium in white so and i had a good time uh, but I was like, I was more curious about having Litwick. So I did get a Litwick. Yeah. Um, and Lord knows I prefer that to like the Golbat that's flying around oh, in here. Oh, certainly. I, think, as I well. wouldn't want that Golbat. Uh, so I do I love having it over the Pokemon that I had to replace, which I'm about to get into as well? No. <laughs> but I prefer it over the Elgium just because I've done it before and I have not done a uh, Shandalore ultimately. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, do you I want hope me to you have to. Want me to talk about the second part of that? Yeah, please. About the Pokemon that I had to replace? Yes, I would love to. So I'm going to issue I a... I relish it. I'm <laughs> letting it wash over me. It's like warm rain. 
I'm going to have to issue a trainer danger as well. Surprisingly, for a Poke fan, Poke fan Jude in here. Oh, hey. This guy <laughs> was a nightmare because all that he's got is a Clefairy. And this is the Pokefan sprite where it's like this look loving dad with the like little oh, yeah. Pikachu sweater and like a little kid on his shoulders. And it looks so sweet. And then he sends out a Clefairy. It's level 35. Cute. I'm like, whatever with this, that's chump change. And I have Vibrava up front. Yep. And... It drops three minimizes, and I had only gotten in one bulldoze, I think, and then it starts missing after, like, the second minimize. Then it drops, like, two cosmic powers, so then it's, like, (laughs) all defensed up, and then it's just sitting there throwing, like, superpowers at me, and then, like... I'm still just trying to get a bulldoze in. And my my braviary at this point doesn't have... uh, Aerial Ace. So I don't have any move that is a, is a no chance of miss. So I was like, whatever, I might as well. Like, I don't think Clefairy's going to get anything that could kill me. And then it uses Metronome and it gets a rock slide. Oh. And it kills Vibrava. <laughs> oh, guess, let me guess who you replace right Vibrava with. Litwick. Yes. Because I had to replace oh. my mom. Do you think... Vibrava was the Pokemon that I intended to replace with Litwick? Because <laughs> it wasn't. Not. It wasn't. So my Vibrava, Griffin. This is your fault. You're Welsh the one who King came up is with now this rule. Banished to the box, replaced with a Litwick. And I'll tell you this, that Clefairy almost killed my Golduck also. I was like, he's got Surf. That will probably work. <laughs> and it got Golduck down to like 30 hit points. <laughs> Oh, I love it. So I love that was it. a nightmare and fuck you, Pokefan Jude. Yeah. On That's to That's a Jude you don't want to say hey to. No. On to yeah. Mr. Alton City proper this time. We're drawing yeah. cards this time. Um this is where I drew my ace. Luckily all I had to deal with was the gym, as I said before. And luckily, when I drew the ace, even though I misunderstood the rule, the first Pokemon in my party was Amolga, and the second Pokemon in my party was Zebstrika. So even though I did misinterpret the rules, I was in totally fine shape for the gym. Breeze through it. Yeah. What about you, Josh? I drew a page, Page of Wands. Nice. Oh. So I got to do some TM work. Uh, and I do like that you can go back to places where you can purchase TMs, but I did that, and there wasn't really anything that was going to help me out. Because um, I think it's just Nimbasa that sells them. Um, and then I, I think maybe Miss Strouton oh, does now, TMs but I didn't like, I didn't, I wasn't interested and they were like 50 K. Yeah. They're expensive. They weren't good enough for that. Um, so I don't know. It, it's like a mess of like rest rock tomb. I had to do, yeah. um, cut, <laughs> cut to get me out of superior, but I was like, whatever. Superior has a terrible move anyway. It's awful. I was like, I don't care. Like maybe I'll be able to cut down some shrubs and get something at least on the way. Um, so. That thing's in the box more often than it's not anyway. So it was finally out for this whole leg. I mean, that's why it's evolved. I think I raised that thing like like Lord knows how many levels, um, nine or something. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So that was fine. And then um, I mean, I have Magnazone at this point because of a uh, Charge Stone Cave. You level a Magneton up next to one of the Charge Stones. Oh, cool! And I didn't know that. so I just had Magnazone up front. Oh, you didn't? 
I didn't do, do it, and my my magnetism, my magnetons in the fucking box because oh, of the justice, so, so I can't do anything so about it. Anyways. What do you care? <laughs> uh, I had a magnezone, so that was what I used for all of Skyla, and that was it. Chris, uh, Mr. Alton City, Mr. Alton Jim. This is where I drew strength, uh, which is a card that says you cannot use special attacks, <sighs> uh, which is honestly not not that bad for me at Ooh. the moment because one, it, it kicked out my oldest major arcana card, which was the Hierophant. Who, as you know, is oh awful. My God. That's my most hated, easily. Mm-hmm. And two, um, most of my Pokemon were using physical attacks anyway, so it's fine. It's, it was kind of bad news for my Flaffy. That was sort of all right. Otherwise, I have. Did you I also have, draw a four at some point? You were saying. At yeah, the yeah, I have. I have a four in play as well. So, like, most of my Pokemon at this point have been relying on return anyway, which is a physical attack. Um, okay. So, that, that's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, you're, you're saddled with just physical and no stabs. Yeah. The one, right. the one place that I had to sort of figure out, okay, how does the rule actually apply to this was my Yamask, um, who has Nightshade. And Nightshade, it's specifically in the rules that, you know, because it does fixed damage based on your level that it gets around the four, it, uh, because it, it can't receive stab because its its damage isn't right, right. your stats. Um, and oh, okay, I, yeah. I ruled that it would get around strength in the same way. Um, it sort of seemed reasonable to me. Yeah, that's. But yeah, I, I probably to need to like actually write something in the rules to sort of make it clear that that's how it works. But mm. how'd you do in the gym? Um, well, uh, most of it was pretty good. Um, the uh, not not having the stab moves and not having the special attacks was a little bit rough because I was kind of thinking, oh, my Fluffy has just learned Power Gem. I can use that to Ooh, blast yeah. through these flying types. That didn't happen. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, we, yeah we no special in a flying gym is a little brutal. Yeah. And then, of course, Skylar has a Skarmory who is yeah. practically immune to all physical attacks. <laughs> um, and that Yamas was sort of the only thing with like Will-O-Wisp and Curse that could deal serious damage to it. Yeah. Uh, but we, we managed to get through there. It worked out. Good. Good, good. good. No, well, I'll also say there were like big time wind temple in Wind Waker vibes. Oh, from yeah. <laughs> this is another You're good just getting gym. blown around by like Man, giant the gyms fans. in this game are just so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I can call it at this point that these are the best designed gyms I've seen so far yeah. in our plays. Yeah, yeah, there's some cool stuff. Um, I, I think I think um, X and Y have some really good ones as well when you get to that. So that's mm, something to look forward, forward to. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I have done X and Y, but mm-hmm. for the canon of the, the series, mm. the podcast so far, I'll say <laughs> this is the best one. But I actually I can't recall enough um, having not played um, Black and White 2 before. Mm in comparison so well certainly better than black and white gyms too yeah i can't wait to see those elite four uh spaces Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah yeah. those were so good in the last game well gents we've taken on skyla and now it's time to take on one another but before we do that we need to kick it over to a level check level check how exciting chris why don't you kick us off just tell us your your Pokemon, your Pokemon's name, and their level. Why don't I? Okay. So I'd, I'd like to start with uh, a Pokemon that is both my sweetie and my you make me bath simultaneously <laughs> at the same time. Wow. Um, because I have, as, as my longtime readers will know, and... A, a, a totally unreasonable and irrational vendetta against Trubbish and Garbodo. 
<laughs> wow. since, since Black and White first came out, since I first started writing about Pokemon on the internet, they have been my enemies, my nemesis. You don't um, like Bag of Trash as a Pokemon? Yeah, I... What what is that? And Garbodo, <laughs> it doesn't even look like a bag of trash. It just looks like a pile of just junk. Junk. I don't even yeah. know what's going on there. And it has this yeah, expression it's like a, a that mass. just it just stares at you vacantly with its mouth <laughs> open, going. <laughs> and why why would you do this to me, Game Freak? Why? <laughs> um, so it's also not a very good Pokemon. Also, yeah, it has a terrible moveful. <laughs> its stats are not very good. It's it's just not great. But yeah. I would say they only should have done it if they were going to make it fucking great. Also, mm. it's like deal with how horrible this looks, mm-hmm. but it's good. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been reasonable. Yeah. But and here's the thing: I had a trubbish that in in this that the cards had given me in this game. And I had this trubbish with me for Gym Four when I was restricted to only using female Pokemon because I only I only owned three female Pokemon at the time, and that was one of them. And then I drew a knight going into Driftvale City. And I kind of looked at my Pokemon and thought, well, which one makes the most sense to take the challenge? And I decided it was the Trubbish. And this wow. Trubbish became my champion. Wow. Um, and then, like, wow. because it's my champion. What a trubbish, redemption story. Yeah, and because yeah. this Trubbish is my champion, it's the only one that's allowed to evolve, even though I have the Hanged Man in place. So now I have a Garboda. And, you know, it's, it's, this, this Garboda <laughs> has really been carrying me for a while because it's the only one <laughs> yeah. that's fucking allowed to do anything. That's like Joseph Campbell. Um, do you yeah. do you name your Pokemon or is I it do. just uh... yeah? So and and this the my Garbodo's name is Fartstink because I thought that was <laughs> appropriate. Straightforward, um, perfect. So yeah, that is my first Pokemon. That is simultaneously my sweetie and my you make me bath. What level um, is it at? Level thirty six. All of them. All of them at this moment are level thirty six. Oh, uh, so sorry. we have Fartstink the Garbodo. Um, I will also say I loved figuring out that. Um, that way of those rules interacting mm-hmm. because I had hanged man early on and I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, this knight I think can get my, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, Snivy to evolve. Yeah, you can do and that was cool how I uh, got through it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, oh yeah. I, 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 I will get into that in my level check too. One of my knights broke the, the justice rule, I think. Mm. Uh, anyway, moving on. Um, uh, let's see. I, because I, was going to be doing this run like in tandem with you guys. I thought, okay, you've picked Snivy and Tepic. I should pick Oshawott. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have with me my starter, Washua, the Duot, um, also level 36. I have... Named after Josh? Um, no, it's actually an Undertale reference. Oh, okay. And, and I also just kind of thought it sounded a little bit like Oshawott. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Uh, let's see. Uh, so we've got Washua, Fartstink, Mulberry, the Levani. Alvin the Watchhog, as in Alvin and the Chipmunks. Sergeant Darby the Flaffy, uh, who was formerly Lance Corporal Darby, but was promoted uh, upon evolving. Um, and <laughs> Nefertiti the Yamask. Great. Oh, that's fun. I got a Nefertiti as well. Oh, yeah, because you're, you're doing the royalty ones, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Joshua. Yes, you know what? Uh, I, you, I always make you go first. I'll go. I'll let me yeah, describe you, my new You team. go, Slanish. Let me describe Slanesh's new team of chaos lords erupted <laughs> from the immaterium. First, there's the the most satanic demon of them all, Blackheart. Emolga, level 42. <laughs> Good. And then there's Arcos, the Zebstrika, level 40. There's Baldarun, the Zongoose, uh, level 39. There's... Who you previously have really not liked those Zangooses, so oh, how I still do you don't like, it? like it? It's just like a normal it. type. What am I supposed to do with that? It looks cool. Oh, it was really helpful in Celestial Tower. 
Amish I, the Fungus, level 38. Corpulax, Golduck, level 40. Now, Chris, here's a question. Mm-hmm. Corpulax was my knight. Right. So is it immune to justice? Uh, oh, that is a good Can I question. keep my knight on my team despite the justice? That is a very Knights good question. Knights are very noble. I'm, I'm going to, on the spur of the moment, rule yes, because I haven't thought about that interaction before, but that's a good question. Okay. Well, then I have another one for you, because mm-hmm. my last one is Marduk, the Litwick, mm-hmm. level 34, the one that Josh saddled on me. Does mm-hmm. that, because the, the, the crowned prince came after the, the <laughs> justice, was that one allowed on my team? What, what I have ruled in the past is that if you have more than six Pokemon that you're being told you have to use, you can pick which ones you use. Okay, perfect. So I think we're in okay shape then. Um, but that I'm sounds not, right. obviously Marduk is not something I'm going to be using a lot. Mm-hmm. So uh, Joshua, mm-hmm. what do you got? Mr. Wright's court consists this week of Ana Nazinga Magnazone, cool. level 39. So cool. It's very, very fun. I think it's an outrage that it doesn't have levitate as its ability. <laughs> it it it's, would kind of uh, be overpowered if it did, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that has to be the calculus, right? Because, I mean, I'm looking at a UFO. Does it have that so arena they, trap thing, or what's its ability? It's just got, I mean, mine has magnet pull. That's which the is one like, where you can't switch out Pokemon? Boo. Uh, steel types. You can't switch out steel types. Yeah, only oh, okay, steel. Okay. Not great. I think I could have had sturdy... Obviously, I don't have a choice of what Magnemite I caught, so right. um, Sturdy would have been preferable, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, in, in competitive Gen 5, uh, Magnezone's Magnet Pool was really important, actually, because Steel types were the only thing that resisted Dragon Attacks in Gen 5, and the, the fact that Magnezone can trap a Steel Pokemon in play and allow you to kill it to get it out of the way for your Dragon-type sweepers was a really big deal. Oh, mm. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Just just fun little history fact for you. <laughs> I don't think, unfortunately, that will not help me out tonight. No, not at all. I do like knowing that, yes, yeah, for posterity. Uh, then we got Sigismund the Braviary, level 37. Hmm. Holy Roman Emperor. Sorry. Wilhelmina, superior, has made it through a whole leg for once, level 38. Uh, then we have George III, Golduck, level 38. Cleopatra is a Scolipede now, level 38. Cool. That's who, that's who would have gotten the cut if I could have. <laughs> and then Hadrian, uh, because I did name the Litwick in honor of our guest, uh, Roman Emperor Hadrian uh, Litwick. And he was supposedly gay, and I thought that was sort of fun. Litwick, mm-hmm. flaming homosexual. Excellent. Hadrian. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. Level uh, Level 37, yeah. Great. Well, Josh, I think it's it's our honor and our duty to mash our Pokemon together and see who the victor of Experience Share a Pokemon podcast is. And of course, that victor will go on to face off against Chris. And Chris may end up as the the uh, owner of Experience Share, <laughs> the intellectual property by the end of this. So, uh, oh, bug catchers, Josh and I are going to go do a battle. <laughs> we will be back in just a moment to, to let you know who the winner of that battle was and kind of fill you on some of the details. Be right back. I feel like I have a chance this time. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I think you do too. <sighs> You've done it. think it's my first win of the season, bug catchers. I, finally... I did my best. I was soaking you. My Golduck was absolutely soaking you. Tanner learned some things. 
And yeah. I'm not going to take the bait on that soaking joke. <laughs> Okay. Uh, not after the whole Tynamo discussion. Yeah. Um, I will say also, I actually thought you were going to win until there was a distinct moment when Wilhelmina, actually, uh, the superior, managed to come out and drop one coil. Yeah. Survive coil. a flame charge from Zeb Strike. Survive like three flame charges. I, yeah, it's two of them. And then I killed Zeb Strike. And then you brought out the. Uh, Zangoose, and I somehow I got a one Leaf hit. Blade one hit KO, and it wasn't even a crit. Yeah, that was surprising. I get, it's probably just because of the coil, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all coil. That's a hell of a hell of a power up. Yeah, Superior yeah. doesn't have a lot of flexibility, but what it does, it does well. Yeah, yeah. I even got a um, couple of cuts. <laughs> my my cut happened to work out pretty well. Oh yeah, well On, I, I um, brought in a Fungos or Fungus. Yeah, I, Chopped up that mushroom. But I did manage to, to get a toxic off on your servile, but it was probably too late. It was that took it down. Late. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Josh, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little relieved. I wouldn't want to go up against, uh, you know, someone who invents Pokemon rule sets <laughs> and runs a Pokemon yes. blog in his free time and, like, you know, knows what e- EVs are and things like that. So Not not that I've been using them, you know. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he says. You, you, you can't EV train while you're doing this bullshit. There's no way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, that's Josh, true. good luck. Carry our flag into v- victory. You're our standard bearer now. Defend the show. It's our chance to... Pokemoniacal presents experience share Pokemon Pocket. Yeah, Maybe I, I we can the keep the IP. Right? That's how this happens. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. That does. Pokemoniacal presents experience share does have a certain ring to it, though. I think so. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we will let you two bash Pokemon together. Bug catchers, we will see you in just a moment. Round two, fight. Hoochie Mama. Hoochie Mama, that was a close one, gentlemen. That was Came fantastic. down to 11%. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, it was Litwick that saved you in the end. Yeah. <laughs> the whole battle was like that scene in the Pokemon movie where Pikachu just keeps, like, slapping Pikachu, and they're both just kind of exhausted, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. It came mm-hmm. down to a battle of a battle of uh, attrition between Litwick and, uh, and Watch Og. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who would be able to survive one dig which hadrian yeah. the litwick did mm-hmm. and then and i think get you were lucky one enough flame to get burst paralysis off on the watchdog because it looked like the watchdog was was speedier than your litwick so mm-hmm. yeah i made a um calculated choice in the last matchup which was magnazone versus watchdog and i was like well i could definitely get like a electro ball out or whatever but maybe if i get a thunder wave in Litwick has a chance, and Litwick yeah. just needed mm-hmm. one. Well, Litwick needed two shots, but <laughs> yep. But you did it. Josh pulled it off with a Litwick with eleven percent health left. Yeah, uh, and you and get we, to keep the podcast. We retain ownership. This we time. finally get to keep it for this a little is all bit. I have so. <laughs> oh, uh, Chris, Chris well thoughts? How'd you think about that? That was good. Bit well thought. Respect. Yeah, you too. That was excellent. Well, great. I, I'm glad we get to keep our podcast. Thank you so much for coming on, Chris. Um, Thank you for joining us. You're most welcome. Thank you for having me. That's it for Experience Share this week. Uh, I have been Tanimo, as always, the the little sperm Pokemon. Mm -hmm. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Fungosh, and we were 
pleased to have Chris from Pokemoniacal, Chris Form, on the show this week. Um, Chris, where can people find you on the internet? Um, people can find me at Pokemoniacal.com um, or at Pokemoniacal on Twitter. Chris is playing along on his blog, Pokemoniacal.com, and doing a King's Lock right alongside of us. Uh, on Are you playing Black 2 or White 2? We forgot to ask. Uh, oh, yeah. I am playing Black 2. Okay, along on Black 2. Um, so go check that out. You can follow uh, the rest of his journey mm-hmm. on yeah. his blog along uh, with listening to our podcast. It's going to be great. If you want to see one other person suffer... <laughs> although in my case uh, it's self-inflicted yeah well it's self-inflicted in our case too uh, we chose this we chose this life <laughs> we for cho- ourselves we chose this life uh please do rate and review the show on apple Podcasts, and do rate it on and review it on spotify as well and follow it everywhere that you follow podcasts and do please follow us on social media at exp share pod on twitter and instagram uh, and you Josh? can check out the community at reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers where other folks are also playing along mostly normally but there's a couple of king's lockers as well so you can play level checks there and compete with the rest of the community to potentially face off against us and maybe take our ip which we're retaining (laughs) for now yeah for now and you can also uh, support the show and our IP while we maintain it by buying some of our merch at expsharemerch.com that's it for this week. We will be back next week to head towards, I think, I Opa, Lucid? Opa Lucid City. Opa Lucid um, City. And I think it's an extremely long journey once good, again. Because we, we, we just had one of those. I would love another one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. More, sir. Uh, all right, Twelve bug catchers, cards, please. We will see you next week. Smell you later. <laughs>